Hi, from the Pointer Institute, it's Jill Geisler again. Let's talk about what great bosses know about lazy employees. I don't like the word lazy because when I hear a manager use that term, I think it's pretty much a character description. And I'd like to know first about a lot of other things before I'm willing to write a person off as having the soul of a slacker. They may just have bad habits. And you know what? Managers may be part of the development of those bad habits. I know you don't like to hear that, but fair warning, just listen to these questions and how you answer them may determine your approach to dealing with an underperforming employee. Number one, as a manager, are you a coach instead of a fixer? Now, what do I mean by a fixer? Well, if you routinely redo people's work to meet your standards, they may actually come to think that this is the normal way of doing things. They do the first pass and then you polish it up. And without knowing it, you are training people to be dependent on you. They think they're part of an assembly line and you're the person at the end who makes everything right. Well, guess what? They think it's normal. You're frustrated. You think they're lazy. Number two, do you exercise tight control over decision making? If people don't know how much freedom they have to make decisions, time and again they'll come to you, even for the smallest decision. And you're wondering why they just can't think for themselves and get something done. You think they're lazy. But when people feel micromanaged, they shrink from being entrepreneurial or enterprising. They say, just tell me what you want. Number three. Have you talked about priorities lately? I know you've got more work than ever and you're asking people to do more work than ever. And sometimes they just don't know what they're supposed to do more of or less of or stop or start. And if you help them put that priority list together, it can make a difference and might make them more productive. Number four, are new responsibilities or technologies making people feel dumb? Here's where I give you the quote from Edgar Schein of MIT. Professor Schein says, learning something new makes us temporarily incompetent. And boy, that can cause some people to just shut down. They used to be good at something, and now they're being asked to do something different. So they'll avoid that work and stick with the stuff they do well. And if you're not good at helping people get training, customized training to the way they learn, and if you're not good at encouraging them, they'll appear to you to be slackers who never get better. Number five. Is change fatigue making people feel numb? Let's face it, change is a constant in today's organizations. When I wrote my book, Work Happy, What Great Bosses Know, I devoted a whole chapter to managing change and the emotions that come with it. Because, you know, when people feel terribly stressed or frightened, there's a fight, freeze, or flee reflex. And some people are freezing these days. And we've got to get them unfrozen. You need to give some people a pep talk and some people you just need to listen to. And some people, yeah, they need a swift kick. But you have to know who is who and who needs what. Number six, as a manager, do you use yourself as the benchmark by which you measure the commitment and productivity of others? This one is tricky. You know, Managers work hard. You start early. You stay late. Do they call you in the middle of the night or on your day off, on weekends? Well, you know that's part of the job. And you begin to think that's what everybody ought to extend of themselves as well. 
I worked for an otherwise good manager, hardworking guy who would drag himself to work when he had a terrible cold or the flu. I think he got the rest of us sick, too. But you know what? He got mad when other people called in sick because he thought if he could come in, they could. And that's really not fair. So make certain that you're not measuring people by your high standards as a manager because they're not managers. And number seven, final question. Are you avoiding the employees you think are lazy? I often ask that question because it's kind of a lazy response of our own. It's too hard to have the tough conversation. It's too hard to train people to tell them what it is that they're not doing well and they need to do more of. We're afraid that maybe we won't make things any better. But unless we have that tough talk, they're not going to improve. So I took a risk by asking you these hard questions. Now I need you to take a risk by answering them and then possibly having a few tough conversations, but candid and caring conversations with underperforming employees about what they can do better and how you can help, maybe by doing some things differently yourself. That's the lesson for today. I'm Jill Geisler, author of the book, Work Happy, What Great Bosses Know. Thanks.